The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Out of the Shadows. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Chavez, joined as always by Jim Clark. What's going on, everybody? In living color, in yes. the flesh, in person. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We're still recording? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> dude, this is better, right? Like, when we record together, it's so much different. Uh, yeah, dude. It's. I love it. I love it. I love just being here in your little studio upstairs here. I love seeing your gorgeous face <laughs> being in your company i do better, like dude. my atmosphere i want to uh make it a little bit more i'll mean. tell you though dude. do you know what i mean but you didn't alter this room very much oh uh, i mean when you first got do you it remember when it was plastered with artwork all up and down here well Everything. yeah yeah yeah. no i know that but what i'm saying is like the basic structure of the room oh yeah you didn't add anything and you get this little nook here and it's perfect dude i love it yeah um so yeah we're doing this. We're we're back to talk 1984 horror. Yeah. I had to look. So what we were watching today, I was like, hmm, when did this other film come out that the actress was in? Because I wanted to ah, kind of see the difference. I like, did too. When did this happen and when did this happen? Because mm-hmm. it's very, I mean, it was, well, we did see it was the same year, but because I was watching her and I was just like, you know what? We'll get into it. Okay. I was, I was trying to start talking about it. I'm like, I didn't even say what movie it is. So listen, guys, uh, we're back. We're talking 1984 horror. We're talking another Stephen King film based on a novel or a, a short, is a novella, short story right? from one of his collections. Actually, is it a short I think or was, novella? Uh, no, it wasn't a novella. It was a short story uh, in one of his collections, but I believe it was originally published in Penthouse, 1975 or 6, Isn't I believe. Isn't that crazy to think about, dude? Like, there weren't other literary magazines that would publish horror. Trash, right? quote-unquote, because that's what it was ba- viewed as back then. It yeah. wasn't, horror writing was not viewed as literary writing so you had to put it in fucking adult (laughs) magazines where let's be honest the only people that are going to read them are the ones who could steal the magazine or be old enough to buy it you know what i mean yes and and let me tell you dude um there are more ads for alcohol and cigarettes mostly cigarettes in these things than anything else yeah yeah, that's insane. why the joke was always like, oh, you have that magazine and and the response would always be like, oh, yeah, it's for the articles, because really there are a lot more articles and things than you would think in these magazines. Yes. Right. Like, yes. because for me as a kid, I always thought that, though, like, you know, Playboy penthouse, I thought it was just cover to cover, not nothing but naked pictures. Do you know what I mean? But oh, then when yeah, I got no, a hold too, of one dude. as a kid and I was just like, holy crap, how many pages do we have to turn before we get to the next naked picture? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, no, because it was originally published in the March 90, uh, 1977 issue of Penthouse. And I own a copy of this because of the story in it. So you own, uh, really? Yes, I do. Is it a, is it a first uh, edition, like a first, first printing, printing of, uh, of the magazine? I don't magazine? know if it's a first printing. I don't know what it was like when they printed the issues back in 77, but it's beat up, so I know it's from 77. It's, no, it's, it wasn't a reissue. Some of the pages are sticky, but whatever. <laughs> But yeah, dude, I, I remember like getting this and flipping through it, and I'm like, there's more cigarette ads than yeah. There's <laughs> a lot of writing. Of this thing. There's a lot of cigarette ads. There's a lot of ads and writing. Yeah, between yeah. photos. Um, okay, so the movie we're talking about today is Stephen King's Children of the Corn. Every child is afraid of the dark, the unknown, the nightmare. In Gatlin, Nebraska, that nightmare is in the corn. <laughs> Stephen King's Children of the Corn. Praise God! Praise the Lord! Hey, help me! Help me! Help me! 
Stephen King, the author of Carrie, The Shining, The Dead Zone, and Christine, an adult nightmare. Children of the Corps. Stephen King's Children of the Corn, an adult nightmare. Coming soon from New World Pictures. Now, before we watched it for this, you'd seen it before. Yes, I'd seen it. Well, this. obviously, if you I'd owned it, this. there's a reason you owned it. I don't own this. No, the, 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 the magazine. Oh, the story. Oh, oh, yes, the yes. fact that you went for the magazine. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and I've. I, it's weird because I believe I've read the story, but then I was seeing things that were comparing the story to the movie, and I'm like, I don't remember the story at all. So maybe I didn't read it. I don't think I ever I don't read know. it. No. But. This movie, though. Yes. <laughs> Let's get into it. Get right into it. Yeah. So the premise basically is that there's this town in Nebraska where there's an uprising of younger kids the kids of the town massacre all the adults they take them all out and there's there's um there's religious tones to this because it's about this kind of godlike you know well it's your it's your your classic midwestern southern baptist i guess type type of town almost you know what i mean yeah it's about god yes and and you know it's it's a bible belt belt style kind of a town um, and so these kids rise up and kill kill all the adults, right? And our story follows these two people. This, uh, um, who's the actor? I can't remember his name. I know Linda Hamilton. Oh, what is his name, dude? I can't remember. The character or the actor? It was Vicky and... Vicky and Bert. Vicky and Bert. By Peter Horton. Peter Horton and Linda Hamilton, Hamilton. as uh, Bert and Vicky. Linda Hamilton before she was Linda Hamilton. Yes. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that, right? <laughs> they are... Where do they go? Why are they traveling across, across the country? Because he's going to a college. He's got a, an internship. Mm, that's right. That he's, he's very, a, a med very student. nervous about. Med student. Yes. And um, they're traveling across the country, and they end up hitting one of these kids, right? Like, these kid, one of the kids, basically, you find out, like, he wants to run away from the town because... Uh, all this weird religious crap that's going on with these kids that killed all the the, the adults. Like it's this isn't okay. Yes, and re- this movie takes place in an entire day, except for the beginning. Piece. Except for the beginning, yes. Um, which is weird. That's but, right. But I never thought of that. It's also this guy's birthday. Oh my god! So all this shit happens on this poor dude's fucking. I birthday. never even <laughs> thought of that, dude. Um. But yeah, so the, there's this kid in the town that wants to get help uh, to come back and free. Well, basically get rid of all these crazy kids in Gatlin and and kind of bring normalcy to these kids' lives because there's a lot of kids that are living there that you know they're not about this. They're just doing it so that well, they there's don't a get couple killed. kids. Not yeah. I'm Most assuming the there's more kind of, because the oh, other because, ones yeah, turned yeah. real quick, dude. Yeah, because uh, yeah, again, you know what I mean. Like we've been talking all day, power structures. <laughs> exactly, dude. Right when you have enough you power fear, and man. fear, exactly. Yep. Uh, so he starts to run away. He gets caught by the other two. Um, Malachi becomes a big character in this. Isaac becomes a character in this, and they slit this kid's throat and stab him a couple times. And he ends up kind of stumbling out into the middle of the road where this doctor and his girlfriend, or this med student and his girlfriend, are driving. They're not paying attention. When they look up, they see the kid. They hit him. And at first, they're like, oh, shit, we killed this kid. But this guy's a med student. And he turns the kid over, and he sees the sliced throat. He's like, yeah. You know something's up. This but wasn't it. Damn, dude. When they hit that fucking dummy. Didn't oh it look God. realistic, dude? Yeah. Jesus. That was a well, well shot scene, man. Yes, very well shot scene. Um, So, you know, he realizes what's going on. He tells his girlfriend to get in the car. And he kind of goes out into the cornfields to kind of investigate. Which I don't know how he knew exactly where to go. I mean, it's a movie, obviously right? he could find the blood, but yeah. I don't know. We have to take it for what it is. It's a movie because there's a lot of things we have to take. <laughs> yes, and, and real quick, I want to backtrack. When, when the kid was running through the woods, 
uh, before cornfields. Yeah, be, or, yeah, the cornfields. <laughs> before he got his neck slit, the way they tried to make the corn mm-hmm. look scary and intimidating, dude. Yeah, wasn't there a moment there too where it seemed like the corn moved on its own? There like was it a was couple split times. on its There's own. A couple times in the movie where it actually. So does that's yeah. kind of like our first hint that there's something paranormal happening. Going yes. On. yes, supernatural, not normal. Mm-hmm. Um, as this kid's running, right? Uh, he gets his throat slit. He's out in the middle row. Gets hit by them. The guy's out there looking, and we get this weird little dream sequence. Mm-hmm. And I say it's weird because we see Malachi. You see what I'm saying? Like, we see yeah. them, and she's never seen him before in her life. So if she was dreaming him, why would she dream what he looks like? You know what I mean? I think it was... Um, or we would, and, and why would we be doing back... In, like, why didn't he do something if he was already there? But they were trying to tell us this was part of the dream. Yeah, so why they shouldn't have showed his face, right? She should have seen like all these other things mm, and not true. his face. Yes, yes. But she has this weird dream sequence and then uh, wakes up, you know, and realizes it's not real. And they're like, "Okay, we got to go, and we're running out of gas." So he's got this kid's um, yeah suitcase too. Found a suitcase. So they end up stopping at this gas station where there's this old dude, right? And this old dude knows what's going on with these kids. There's this agreement that, look, anybody tries coming around to your town, I'm going to tell them to go to the next town. And he tries to tell these guys, look, I don't have gas. I don't have this, this, that. He's like, no, no, no. We There was an accident. We need help. No, I don't have gas. You need to go to this town. Well, we need a phone. No, you need to go to this town. He's like, why? This one's over here like two miles away. The other one's like 19 miles away. Yeah, this place is you don't want to go here. They're crazy religious. They're cut off from the world. They also don't they don't have phones. They don't believe in that thing. <laughs> and this guy is like, "All right, fine. Let me go to the other town." And this is where I was like, "What is going on right now?" Because it doesn't explain it, right? Like explain they what? don't want people coming to their town. But when he's trying to drive away and go to a different town, all of a sudden there's all these crazy Street signs messed up and yeah. like, "Why? What was the point to that?" Yeah. Yeah. What know, is dude. like? What's the reasoning behind that in the story in terms of these crazy kids that don't want people coming to their town? Mm-hmm. What you know what I mean? Why didn't he just take where it said go to this town and it's this way, and he went and hit the town? All of a sudden, like it was like topsy turvy, and he was going through fucking cornfields, and she's like, "This is not a road." Yeah, and he's I like, "I don't even know how I got here." And then they come out of the cornfield right back at the the gas station. And that's my point. Like, what was the point to that? I have no idea. I really don't. Yeah. They never explained it. They never said the kids did this. They never said nothing. They didn't explain it. We had to watch that part of the movie just to fill up all this time and then come out of it going, What was that about? (laughs) And then he's like, fuck it. I'm just going to go to this little town now. So he drives to town. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know, dude. Yeah, that is a little weird. I let you mention that because <laughs> I had always seen it as how had I always seen it that the kids had wanted the guy at the gas station to send people to them. He tried to send them away. Oh, they I thought it was away him. from them. They came for him, and he said, "No, I told him to go to you as they like I always do." That was the plan. But I don't know. Now that you're saying that, that makes more sense. But I don't think he said said. to go to you. He said, I I I kept up my part of the bargain, which means we don't really know sending them away. Or does it mean sending people there? I don't think so. They didn't want adults there. But now that you say that, that makes more sense. Because then there was the other thing with that little girl that has the drawings, right? And then Mm -hmm. they come to life and stuff. And, And Isaac is like... She can see, and there, and and all of a sudden, these outlanders are coming. So it's not about like send them here to us. It's about we don't want them here, yeah. but we know they're coming now. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was just like, this is such yeah, a I don't know, weird. Dude. Like this whole thing was weird. Um, okay, but, so they go to but town. That could play into what we're going to talk about later. True. Budgetary possibly. cuts. True. Uh, so they go to this town. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a it's a ghost town. They're like, what the hell? There's no There's one here. Nobody. Right? Nobody. And they get out of the they they're like here's a diner obviously diners have phones somebody People, will be there that we could there, something yes. get out of the car they go in and everything's you could see like corn husks and corn all over the place and all this weird stuff right mm-hmm. and you know the phone's not working no one's there and on their way out uh, the dude's like oh shit there's some kids in our car and there's three kids like trying to get in the car and they chase him off they get in the car and start chasing him down the road. 
And they run off. They can't find him, right? Yep. But they're just like, you know what? Let's get out of this town. This is way too weird. Let's get out. On the way out, right, they're they're almost heading out of town. They're going to turn down this road, and he notices at this house, like, the screen door closed or something. He's like, holy shit, there's someone there. Let's go talk to them. And she's like, no, 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 no. Let's get out of here. He's like, no, 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 no. Let me go talk to them. See if we can get a phone or something. Goes to the house real quick. Wants to check and see if anyone's there. And they come across the little girl that, mm-hmm. you know, in her fever dream during the adult massacre, you, you, we find out, like, she draws. From that moment on. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, anything she draws is, like, basically, like, foreseeing what's happening, coming. And um, they see her there. They're like, hey, what's going on? And she's like, oh, all the adults are out in the field. And, you know, Isaac. And she's, like, saying, drop name dropping people like they should know who this is. Like, yeah. Isaac brought them out there. And Malachi wants them in there. And like, what? Like, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and dude's like, listen, I'm going to go try to find an adult here. Okay? You stay here with the little girl. I'm going to go do this. And he leaves Linda Hamilton behind. And he starts exploring. He's, like, going by the school looking for. Uh, on foot. Yeah, left walking around. There. Because, again, I think it's because they're running out of gas. Yeah. Um, so well, also, I if that was me, I'd rather her have the car so she can get out of there if she needs Yeah, he to did be. leave her the keys. He's just like, yeah. look, you know, head out if something goes down. So while he's out looking, uh, Malachi and company come by. Mm-hmm. And they're like, uh, we're taking you with us, woman. She tries to fight him off, but they drag her out to the fields. And they turn her into a corn Christ. Mm-hmm. They put the 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 little crown on. crown on her and crucify her to a a big giant cross thing of of corn husks and stuff, and they're basically they just get, there's this whole thing that's going on and you you learn that these kids have been kind of led astray by this religious zealot child like mm-hmm. man uh, called Isaac that said you know you have to kill all of your parents because he who walks behind the rose, yeah. He who walked. This is what like so I did. <laughs> so when you read it as a book or a story, it's cool, right? Because that's the story. Mm-hmm. But in a movie, it really comes off as like, pardon my pun, but corny, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. He and then they have to keep referring to it as he who walks behind the rose. Right, it reminds me of Harry Potter when it was like he who he shall was not, not be named. named. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, is that what we're doing now? <laughs> There's like we can't just say, yo, V, <laughs> instead of Voldemort, right? Like, or or well, this would end up being King later, right? Wasn't that the whole or, thing? Or just call him Tom Riddle because that was his real name. You know what I mean? Like Harry Potter, yeah. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> there's this whole like thing that happens where you'd feel realize these little kids are all religious and crazy and this one kid's always about like you know the lord talks to me and this is what he tells me and you can tell malachi's like you know i'm getting tired of your shit dude because <laughs> i feel like you're full of crap <laughs> and um we end up seeing that go down like yeah. malachi fights back and is like all right we're gonna take you away you you bastard we're not gonna bring this other guy because it's, they're trying to do this this ritual to bring back he who walks behind the rose right mm-hmm. and um instead it, they're like all we need is is these two we need the female we need the male and we're not gonna try to capture this guy we're just gonna use you and they put them up for for sacrifice meanwhile this dude's like what's going on in this town Right, yeah. he walks into the middle of a ritual where this kid he just turns nineteen and he's like carving himself up and offering his blood, and then what's going to be himself later? Like it comes out like he's sacrificing himself. The idea is is this town can't have anybody over the age of eighteen. Yeah, this is all crazy, bizarre like, cult shit, dude. It, like Midsummer, right? <laughs> right? Wow, I didn't think of that. Yeah. Wow. So he walks in is like, what the hell's where's everybody's parents? Like, what's wrong with you kids? You know what I mean? It's like, what the fuck's wrong with everybody? And they're trying to do whatever. And he's just knocking them down. Like these kids try to wrestle him. He's like throwing children around. Well, he's a grown adult. <laughs> I know. I'm throw children. i around. glad they made it realistic and not that they overpowered him. I I'm know, like, give me right? a break, dude. He could have just fucking smacked them across the room. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he does. He smacks <laughs> these kids around and he doesn't give a shit. But he realizes, okay, shit's going down here. It's crazy. There's crazy cults things things happening, and uh, he and then he also finds out here's these little two kids that are like 
my allies. And they're like, yep. hey, do you want to know where your girlfriend is? She's in the field. They're about to sacrifice her. He's like, no, I'm not going to allow that to happen. So he goes out there and he uh, he ends up like wrestling around and fighting Malachi. And again, he smacks this kid around like he don't give a shit. He's like, pop, oh, pop, 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 pop. It's a matter of life and death, dude. Meanwhile, there's some actual shit happening. Yeah. The sky's like broiling. Mm-hmm. The, the ground's got this weird like sand Bumblebee. demon underneath it well, and and the uh <laughs> like the sandworms and fucking star oh, wars yes, you know what dude. i mean like, i was talking the the yellow uh digital blob yes <laughs> i mean there's so much happening here and obviously all of this is tied to he who walks, walks behind, behind the rose <laughs> good god i was trying to think how many, what are those letters do they come out to a name like herman or something <laughs> it's not it definitely doesn't it comes out with an r hww B T R. Whibita or something. Whibita. <laughs> um anyway. This shit's going down. So now we realize this isn't just some crazy zealots. This is re- legit supernatural. Like we had a, an inkling earlier. Yeah. Now it's real. Yeah, this is more than just crazy kids killing other parents. Yeah. Um so he ends up. You know, being like, you kids are fucking retarded. <laughs> and he walks off. And while he's doing that, these other kids let him go. And this guy's like, no, you stop him. You get that guy, right? Malachi's like, oh, kill him. And then behind him is like, Malachi. And you turn around. And now I'm like, what's happening? Because I thought there was this other creature thing or whatever's coming. But now Isaac is like a devil, too. Well, don't forget that that yellow digital blob took him over and oh, then blew him oh, up and threw oh, him. That's right. That's right. That's right. And then he comes back as this <laughs> weird zombie looking thing with the little horns like protruding out of his forehead like a yeah. devil, dude. And basically he uh, he's like, I challenge you. And they stand in the middle of the thing and he just grabs him by the throat and snaps his neck in front yeah. of everyone. And everyone's and and then he's just there. Like what else happened to Isaac after that? I don't really remember because they didn't really show you anything because it showed you these kids just starting to run off and do their thing. We follow this other guy going back with his girlfriend and, you know, trying to get everything back to normal. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, this is a real thing, right? Something's out there. We need to we need so to destroy maybe, it. Maybe that's how there's a sequel. But they're like the little kids are like, oh, yeah, somebody tried to destroy it before and they stopped them. And yeah, they're like, the who was blue, it? The blue man, the blue man. And the blue man references this like skeleton in a police uniform that was crucified like earlier in the film. Oh, how did he try to stop it? Oh, he was trying to do like do whatever to the field. And he's like, oh, light it on fire. And so what what ends up happening is there's this huge like like a watershed type of a, a water tower style thing that holds the fuel from the corn. It's like corn and, and gasoline. It's gasethol, gasanol or whatever it is. Um, and he's like, oh, okay, so this is what we're going to do. We're just going to go use that and, and set everything on fire and, and literally burn the burn everything, right? Burn, yeah. burn the grounds. And all of a sudden, this movie becomes this thing where this guy is enlisting the help of children. children and it's like, do this, do that. You're going like to do Peter this. It's like Peter Pan. And, and it, it, just, it just goes fucking haywire. But he hooks up the hose sets the thing on fire the flames overtake the grounds and stop whatever this ground worm and broiling sky was and that's it and and all of these kids are out here without family right mm-hmm. at the very end with everything burned and all fucked up they're all out here without parents they're all having massacred people all of this stuff and we get a 2022 Texas Chainsaw ending where everybody's like, let's just go be a happy family. Oh, you want to <laughs> jump in the car, Tiger? Oh, you go ahead. You get in that back seat. We're all going to leave now. Everything's fine. What and happened then, to these and kids? Then we got, and then we got the Leatherface jumping out last minute with that fucking girl. Like, oh, oh. With the girl. Yeah, dude. And Linda Hamilton's like, not today, Satan. Boom. Smacks her with the door. And then it's just like, <laughs> all right, kids, get in the all back right. seat. Well, their car... Well, no, they started walking, didn't they? 
Oh, whatever it was. But because they're just like, they're oh, we're all going to be, the car anyway. we're all going to be together kind of a thing. Like, what the shit was that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so that's what the movie was. Mm-hmm. I remember being a kid watching this and enjoying it because I just was whatever. But watching this again this time to be like critical and really watch it and get it for what it was. There's a lot of elements I liked. But there's a lot that I was just like, wow, this really needs a lot of work. <laughs> this does need a lot of work. I still enjoy this movie as much no, as I always I have. No, I do enjoy it. But I couldn't believe... Well, yes, like, obviously. Like, I looked at it going like, at it, wow. Like you say, you're, you're looking at it through a different lens, dude. You're looking critical. at it through a critical lens, which you don't normally do when you watch this Right. Movie. I just lose myself in it, yes, right? Yes, exactly. This time I was like, this script could use some work. That dialogue's a little rough. Yeah. He that walks behind—I mean, I know that's the, whatever the term, but it's just—it's it's so. Bother me. It doesn't does, bother it bothers me. me. I don't know why. It's so cheesy, bro. Well, we're gonna come up with a super cheesy name for the character in our story then, that we're writing. <laughs> the man behind the mask who was never seen in the shadows that looks like a ghost. <laughs> I love it. Let's use it. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's yeah, just no, it's, I it's like you. oh wow, it's a little campy even. Yeah, well, because like yeah, like you said, Voldemort. He who must not be named. It is campy. But again, those were books written for children. Yeah. However, again, like you said, it's it's different when you're reading that on a in, in text on a page. Right. Versus in a movie. Right. Because that's intimidating and scary as fuck when I see that printed on a page in front of me and I'm reading it. Right. Right. You know? Exactly. Because there's a visual to it. Well, because my mind is creating the visual. I wasn't giving. But even the with visual. the letters, do you know what I mean? The letters themselves. Well, oh yes, are, are yes. this kind of like imposing that this is real? This is something. Whereas when you hear somebody saying it, it sounds but it's like also it's also about how they pulled off that. I don't want to say character, but that entity of the story. Yeah. The way they presented it, the way they with the they green showed it. They could have handled it a lot differently. That is some rough looking green screen, bro. When you see those clouds coming in <laughs> and you see the corn, there's like this like 20 point black outline on the corn. And you're like, wow, that's I can't believe I didn't realize that when I was a kid. That's rough. Again, you're not watching it for those things. dude. You're just like, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, it's true. But yeah, dude. Isaac looked cool when he came back with the horns. I was like, oh, that's right. I guess it was supposed to be way better. but Dude, it was better budget. than the green screen stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's true. But like I said, overall, there were things that didn't... Like, again, what was the point of them getting turned around and lost with all the signs? Well, there was again, no there was a lot of things that. that I think they wanted to do and film and shoot and pieces they wanted to add to the story, but they couldn't because of budgetary issues. Just how much money yeah, they Yeah, I feel with. like they could have edited it and made him be like, you know what? We're just going to go to this town anyway. Like maybe one wrong turn and be like, you know, no, never mind. Yeah, Let's go well, to this town. That, yes, I understand that. But explaining, um, well, I don't know because it depends on if it did play into another part of the story, how it played into the other part of the story, how it was explained, why it was like that. We got to consider that before you can just say it didn't need to be there. If that other element was there, it may very well fit and make complete sense. I mean, I guess you could see it as that the kids didn't want somebody getting to Gatlin in the first place. So they were just that they tried to signs to just make, make it, you it all, all yeah. Every time you're trying to go to Gatlin, it's like this way, that way, this way, that way. But it, it just wasn't explained that it didn't make any sense. Do you know what I mean? Well, and it might be where you just have to infer that. Oh, you know I hate that for. shit, dude. You know I hate when yes, screenwriters or, or filmmakers are like, I'm going to make this ambiguous, and you just have to pretty much figure out this is what's happening. Yes, but there's certain things that you have to do that for. Not always, though. Like. You know what I mean? Not always. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I hear you, but at the same time, because I'm like, they were I think literally we were just, following the sign for the other town. I just don't so think why we would were they try to fuck around? Functioning. I just don't think we were all functioning. Us audience members were functioning on the same wavelength <laughs> as the writers and the filmmakers. That's, true. That's all. That's true. Because again, I can sit here and I can also I can write a paragraph right explaining something, and it makes complete sense to me because I already know the process in my head, but I give it to you who doesn't know the process. Yeah. Like, this makes absolutely no sense. Also, this comes out of the 70s into the early 80s. You know it's fueling those writer's rooms. Well. <laughs> oh, man, and then they're just going to get well, all turned around. 
just the <laughs> 80s in general. And they're Holy like, shit. hell yeah, get them all turned around. You want to know why? Because this is what's going on. Awesome, well, awesome, look do at, it. Look at who wrote the original story, dude. Yeah, well, there you go. See, that's the thing. I got to read the story. His, like, I want to read this the was story. His peak, this was his peak cocaine addiction time period. I want to read the story. I want to see if he you explains You want to borrow my that. penthouse? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I bring it. Aaron's like, "What the hell is that for?" <laughs> oh, it's for the article. <laughs> it's it's for the show. It's amazing, dude. Um, so there was so I had those. Uh, I had a few issues with that. Um, I did love that. Like, I mean, it's still kind of because you know nowadays you look at that, you're like, "Oh, come on," but it's still kind of cool and shocking at the time. Shocking to have children just over like literally kill all the adults well, and, and think about it too. poison this was, them and this then was 1984 i think it was just before the the satanism panic in the united states right before too, yeah. the 80s that but then satanic panic satanic but then with the kids too because there was a famous case in uh southern california where there was this um uh, this daycare where the kid, some kid yeah, accused him of that's Satan part of worship. The sa- satan- that's what started they went the Satanic and Panic. It and we talk about that on History Creeps. And, and, and there was nothing. These people did nothing. Yeah, dude. Check out episode of History Creeps. I can't remember what it was. It was like two or three years ago. We talked about it. It's in there. And while you're at it, just listen to them all to figure out which one it is. <laughs> there you go. No, but yeah, dude. Um, it's so, crazy, right? So that's right? already like, on that. people's minds. And and again, we're talking 1984. This is the height of the Cold War. You're talking Russian sleeper agents getting in people's minds and screwy things, dude. What was this rated? PG-13 or R? I think it was rated. I think it was rated R, dude. So here's the thing, too. This is this is aimed at more adults, right? Yeah, rated R. And there is that kind of fear that a lot of parents have that at some point their children will kill them. Do you know what I mean? Too, yes. Um, and it's 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 kind of an it's it's part of the primal side of us knowing that when you have your offspring at some point you become obsolete to them yes where they just they overtake you they mm-hmm. become the one you know running the the dynasty whereas or, the primal aspect of it that happens whereas in our society we're all fine we get along together right so back then uh, a movie where kids literally take out the all the adults because they are led by a religious well, zealot it. what what movies i really don't know the answer to this question what movies before this involved a movie where kids murdered older people oh there are there's um oh what is the one i think it's happy birthday or, or birthday something there's or one a child? it's a 70s yeah there's a 70s film or, or maybe early 80s earlier than 84 where the kids are killing the parents and and the adults. Well, okay, so I guess my point is it's still not as in our faces. No, no, this as is as it would become. This is later more on mainstream because yes, I mean this w- is more mainstream because it's Stephen King. Everybody loves Stephen King, and it wasn't an indie film. This was no. in theaters. This was mm-hmm. uh, again. So that you know, for that for that 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 time, it's shocking. But overall, like when you watch it now, it's it's not as shocking. But it's it's effective in how they film it. There's a lot of things that they do that work in yes. terms of the brutality, in terms of the unnerving piece of it, and watching these kids do what they're doing. Because mm-hmm. again, they're children, right? Um, there's a crazy scene at the very beginning when that little kid watches his dad get hacked in front of him, and you just watch the blood splatter on his face, and you're oh, just like, holy crap, dire. yeah, dude. And he that's, didn't know it was going to happen. No, that's awesome, right? It blows you away to see that. Yeah. Um. Then there's that thing where we've seen in all kinds of movies, war movies, you know, whatever it is, where there's that small band that doesn't believe in what the overall grouping is doing. And so the one tries to break away, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 we bite see it. not we we see him bite it, and we're like, okay, that sucks. But then they take it a step further and like, okay, watch this too. We're going to let him get hit by the car. Do you know what I mean? Like that shit's shocking. And and it's a kid getting hit by a car. Right. It's brutal. It looks great. The editing on that is phenomenal. And there's, uh, that's, it's like, I don't want to say it's an unwritten rule, but it's, you don't do, typically don't harm children. You know what I mean? And when you do, it's considered, huh? What's up with King? Pet Cemetery? Gage? I don't know, dude. (laughs) He's just like... 
Let's well, level children is, all the, the time. Is, is, is I read somewhere one time that he said, you know, people ask him, you know, why do you write so much about children and kids? And he says, well, write what you know. And think about it. When he was writing these stories, his kids were growing up around him. So that was terrifying to him to lose them in certain ways. Yes. So he used that. Terrifying for him to see his kids come and kill him and take over the town. You there know what you I mean? Go. Um, terrified to know that his kids might have to go out there and fight a mutant alien clown. Yeah. In the, in the sewer system of all places. Or uh, the evil of a hotel plus your alcoholic father. Because he was the alcoholic father. And seeing what he was... Let's not dive into this is not our Stephen King episode yet, dude. We're doing a whole Stephen King episode just talking about. Did you see? Yes, I did. They're lucky motherfuckers, right? Man, those motherfuckers! Shout out to the uh, the King cast for landing uh, Stephen King as their their guest this Wednesday. Heck yeah. Um, okay, so with this story, this movie, again, like I said, there are parts that are corny to me and stuff, but it's still enjoyable, and it's still there are still things that are super effective. And one of those things I feel is something that's almost timeless when you want to write horror. It's mm-hmm. tying it to religion. Oh, yes. When you tie to religion, yes. it's like now you're going to the base basics, right? Good and evil. For two reasons. For Number one, it's the easiest thing to pervert. And number two, when you do pervert it, people get royally pissed off and they get shocked. So it's controversial. Right. But then there are those elements, the good and evil. So you well, can yes. play with yep. the actual evil of it. Mm-hmm. And when they're talking about the evil, whatever this behind the rose thing is, you're to be led to believe that it's some sort of demonic, some sort of uh, opposition to God. Because these children are all about God, you know. However, it's almost like they were tricked into serving the wrong God. Well, that's exactly what happened. Yes. But we do know that the good God, the other side of it, does exist. That's that. That's this kind of this kind of juxtaposition that's happening with this, right? There's well, all see, of the symbolism with these see, crucifixes. See, here's the and, thing, though. You gotta. Are you talking the movie or are you talking the story? The movie. Okay, because. The movie goes into all that mythology. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're talking so, about the movie, what we watched. But, but no, thinking of that, they have to translate that mythology to this solo story uh-huh. and explain it all in this movie to us and make us accept it. But there's a lot more to it because we find out later that there's a lot more, right? A lot of his other things he wrote had little characters and things that tied into some of this mythology. Yes, yes. But I think he had I think he had for the most part the entire idea of the whole dark tower tying everything together in you his think head so? from the beginning. I mean, I feel like maybe there was, but uh, sometimes I feel like least, it's I feel like it's when he got towards the end of something he's like, "Oh, I'm going to make it this." And then he made it that. I don't know. I can't see that having but, been well, part well, of it, it from the beginning. Slowly evolve and trickle into maybe, that because yeah. because the dark tower sh- pieces and stories were the groundwork for the dark tower was being yeah. laid i think around the same time that this was written and published oh was it okay because i can't I remember because the original dark tower the first book was a, a collection of stories gunslinger right had pr- gunslingers yes. the drawing of the three it was a and... bunch of different stories that were collected for that about that story so interesting uh, and i can't remember the, the exact year that they were pu- i think they were published actually in the 70s but i do love that about king i love that he likes to intertwine his universes yeah oh, his stories I right i love that i love it i love it so this one though you know even in the writings may hold themselves somewhere but as a standalone movie it's but, more about the religious zealot aspect the darkness yes, this is how that they decided to yeah. this is how they really decided to translate that they just kind of dropped off all of that and just left it at. Yeah. So it's it's it, there's a weird kind of translation there because the thing in the cornfield I'm sure has some sort of translation in relation to the dark tower, but we don't we don't see that and get that here, so we're just expected to believe that it's yeah. Some this is a standalone movie. You know? It's supposed but, but to be this saying. creature. We're, yeah. So we're brought to this thing and presented with a bump in the ground. It's not impressive to us. There's or nothing there to Who it. knew what it would be, right? It, we were waiting for something to spring out, and we didn't well, get that. Yes, but that yeah. anticipation can be horrific enough. Mm-hmm. It can be enough to bring enough again, terror. you got to pull that off. Um, yeah, that that was the part of this movie that you kind of got lost. Was, uh, uh, what That was lost is is 
how effective and terrifying what was supposed to be the evil was. You know what I mean? Kind of like in... Um... Like the, the evil that these kids were fucked up like that, I think that was evil enough. That was scary enough. Oh, yeah. Do you well, know what I mean? Again, that's real world. I mean, maybe not at that age, maybe a little bit older, something like that could actually but happen. Imagine that. Dude. Even little kids following you along know? and doing that shit. That's fucked up. Yeah. You would never, ever in your wildest dreams suspect it. So it's it would hit you, you know, when you're just not looking. And And who's to say there's not a town like that out there someplace? Exactly. Exactly. Who knows? Uh, overall, though, dude, I mean, I still loved it. I watched it. I loved it because it was something like I. It's like I know this. This is Children of the Corn. I've been here yeah. before. Yeah, yeah. It was just weird watching it in a, in more of a critical way, going like, "Whoa!" I never really like step back and be like, "That's a little ridiculous," <laughs> or "That doesn't make any sense," or "Man, this script could use some work." You know what I mean? But overall, dude, it's still fun for me. I love oh, yeah. it. It's a world that I immerse myself in when I go into it. It's like, okay, here we are. We're 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 seeing this dude wake up on his birthday mm-hmm. and we're about to get into some shit. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you, dude. I, I, I've always loved this film. Um and granted, I, I I knew coming into reviewing it this time what this movie was and what to expect. I know that it's not the greatest film. I know that there's things wrong well, yeah. with it. Um just knowing because there's a huge for some reason, people just cannot seem to translate King stories uh, effectively for for the majority of the time. Not yet, um, right? I think it the new its have come. There the have closest. been some good ones. There, there, there have, but the majority of them don't don't fit. The, well, I mean, Shawshank Redemption was great. Green Mile, oh, yeah, yeah, Shining. Um, well, Shining still doesn't represent his work. Misery. Do you know what I mean? Um, misery was decent. Misery was another. There's good some one. other good ones yeah. in there. I can't think of them off the top of my head, but yeah, for the most part. They get fucked up somewhere in the, in the translation, but this one, um, again, it's it's got its problems, but I I hold it close to my heart, dude. Yeah, same. Never seen any of the sequels. Me neither. Have no never. desire to. Same. Never. Um, I didn't even see there was probably, a remake. Right? Wasn't there a remake, or there there's was. a remake coming? Well, there 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 was. I think there was a remake in 2020. That's what it is. I didn't watch um, that either. And now they have a. I think it's a series they're making. It's a prequel. Again, don't need it. <laughs> and and I don't understand of all the things you could have done and perverted into a franchise. For fuck's sake, my bloody Valentine. Why did you choose Children of the Corn? Dude, I got to tell you, I'm kind of bought into a my bloody Valentine series. I'd be into I am, that, dude. dude. And watch the kills slowly happen while we develop the characters and relationships. Dude, that was such a good movie. I love it. Cut that out. But <laughs> seriously, cut that out. We're gonna write that shit. Uh, um, but yeah, dude, I get, I totally get that. But it's, why, it's, why Children of the Corn? Because you know, King's taking a big cut of that shit. Said so that's a huge part of your budget that you got to dish out, just because of the rights to de- the name. It depends who owns the actual, like, you know what I mean? Because oh, well, he, he sold his stuff off, so whoever owns it, really, well, not King. Well, technically, I guess, because his story, I don't think, was it was his story called? It was Children of the Corn, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It depends on where the rights for that name yeah. lie. Yeah, when he sold it, he sold it to somebody to say, we can make it into a movie, and then they owned that property. And then from there, they could do whatever they wanted with it. I don't know, yeah. Depending, depending on, on where it contract. is, but still, yeah. Um, no, yeah, I totally again, get that, I don't dude. Know, I don't know if I'd watch series that. of all of them. There's so many of them. I don't know if I'd watch it because, like I said, as much as I found as a I think in, there's another critical, one on our list coming up some point. In a critical eye, this time it was like I Maybe still enjoyed it. Two. I loved it. Um, Speaking yeah, of what's no. coming up, dude. Oh, we need some uh, fireside tidbits. You got Ooh, some fireside tidbits? I do. I know you do, dude. I guess. I guess I can supply you with some. Drop some bits of knowledge. So... Um, I guess when they're driving, when uh, uh, the guy and the girl, the boyfriend and girlfriend, the med student at the beginning are driving, I guess there's a book on the dashboard. I didn't catch this. Uh, but it's uh, a copy of Night Shift, which is the collection that this story was published That's in. awesome. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yes. Yeah, so next time I watch, I'm going to have to watch I that. already love that. That's great. Um, other than that, he who walks behind the rose. <laughs> yeah. You wonder how they did that effect? Which one? The uh the, the, the ground. Bump in the ground. How? 
They basically took a wheelbarrow and flipped it over and put it on a track and then moved it under something. Under dirt. Yeah. That's pretty that dope. Made it made it look like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I thought that was pretty ingenious. I always like to see how they do the effects because I'm all about practical effects. Yes, if it's practical, I want to see how did you do that. it's like, really, that's how you did that? <laughs> and it blows you away. Yeah, because it's right? like, A, I would have never thought of it. B, that's not even effects. Maybe even like, like shots too. Like I love Evil Dead, knowing well, that they tacked that shots, shit on a bi- a bicycle and just rode it through the woods into the into the cabin. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There was a really beautiful shot in this movie of Malachi's face, the profile of his face as he's turning, and it's like dark around him. And I think it was when they were going after the guy when he was in the town. Okay, beautiful shot, dude. I'm like, oh. <laughs> God. Don't you love it when you can sit back and appreciate that it hits you in a moment? You're like, look at this. The way mm-hmm. it's framed, the lighting, the the choice of 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 movement, you know, yeah. whatever it is, it's it's just I love it, dude. When you see that magic, it's great. Mm-hmm. All right, and then when, never mind. <laughs> that's just gonna sound. That's gonna be superfluous. Anyway, uh, I budget cuts. Okay. Uh, due to the film having a low budget, several scenes were left unfilmed. Or were altered. Oh, see? Okay. And that alters your film, man. It, yes, it, it, it makes really people does. go, the hell's that? What's that about? Because you cut this scene out, there's still things throughout the script up until that point that have to do with this. And now you're missing this core piece. And now all that's just there and it makes absolutely no sense. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, but anyway, I guess the scene with the, uh, the guy at the gas station. So I guess what was originally supposed to happen. Um, which you're probably not going to like this, was he was really supposed to find his dog's severed head under yeah. the hood instead of the bandana. But obviously they couldn't do it. Um, I think the bandana is still, still effective, though. Absolutely, yes. Uh, and then I guess Bert and Vicky were supposed to go back to the gas station and find his dead body hidden under the, uh, under the truck. So, Meh. that's just an example. Yeah, what I feel like it's good ones, that they so. didn't have that because that like it makes it so that they didn't, weren't prepared for what they were getting into in the in the at the at the town. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas here they'd be on high alert. Yeah. No, I guess. Um, and then the last one is when uh, Linda Hamilton came out to go check on the kid. I guess she was told that it was a dummy. That. It's too hot to have a kid out. So when he really sat up, she was really so scared. So they had him covered. So she went up, and when he sat up, I guess her reaction was real because That's they, awesome. they got her. I love it. It's great. It's just like an alien when they did that with the chest burster. Dude, I love it. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then I also heard there was another one where, again, going back to budget, uh. They wanted to market the film with Stephen King's name, Stephen King's Children of the Corn. Yeah, and, and that's how wanted, it is. Yes, yeah. and he wanted more money to be able to do that. So they ended up having to pay him like an extra $500,000 to do that, which dropped their budget to make the film down. Damn. It's like, well, good Lord. No wonder we didn't get a better makeup job in Isaac at the end. You know? True. Uh, but no, that concludes uh, this uh, this this week's segment of tidbits uh i like on wikipedia when you can see these things and how they were represented or used in popular culture ah have you seen yes, this dude i have seen that so there's children of the corn is a track on the 98 corn album follow the leader ah okay uh in the south park 2000 episode the wacky molestation adventure cartman <laughs> shouts the line outlander outlander we have your woman she still lives oh, oh my god i remember that as dude. a reference to the film uh, in the 2012 movie Wreck It Ralph, Ralph refers to the character from Sugar Rush as Children of the Candy Corn. <laughs> Children of the Corn is referenced in the final verse of Kendrick Lamar's uh, 2012 song Mad City. Kill them all if they gossip, the children of the corn. They realizing the option of living a lie drive they body with toxins. I mean, I don't know how that rhymes, but okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe the way Kendrick Lamar spins it, maybe it... Uh... Thanks. Children of the Corn is referenced in a verse of Eminem's 2009 song Bad, uh, Bagpipes from Baghdad from the album mm-hmm. Relapse. Quote, yep. snuck up on Malachi and made the motherfucker suck on a shuck of corn. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, that's so good, right? Oh, man. Yeah, dude. 
I love it. I love it. it's it's definitely something that has imprinted itself in pop culture because it has a place, you know. Well, and- like we said, there are things. It's not a perfect film. There are things where you can look at it and say, Oof. but so- it's still as a package iconic, and it there's something about it. I love so it. Let me ask you this then: Would this movie be the same as it is today? Gone down in history as the same as it is today? Had Linda Hamilton never done Terminator? Yeah, because I don't think it has anything to do with her at all. Okay. Her performance in it is very lackluster, so it has nothing to do with her. It's the story itself. It's the it's Malachi and Isaac. True, true, true. You know, it's that. It's the it's 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 But I wonder if people it's people after who seeing Terminator had gone back to this movie. Yeah, I don't think it, it has anything any sort to of... influence it at all. No? no. Okay. Not at all, to be honest. But yes, this came out before Terminator. Yes, this came out at the beginning of the year, like in March, and the Terminator so, yeah. comes out in October of 1984. Hey, March. We're in March now. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, and and so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, again, like we said, we've said it all. There, there is to say. It's 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 cool. It's a good one. It's a good one. Love it. Um, I'm always gonna watch this. Throwing on a Halloween list for sure. It's not what I'm going to put on all the time, but I'll probably put it on if it's on TV and I'm doing something. I'll oh, I always put this one on in the background, dude. This is like uh, like the Evil Dead. I just put this one because I know the story so well. Yeah, and it's a comfort thing. You can hear yes. it. You know it's happening. Yep. You don't have to pay attention. Yeah, we got to pay attention next week. What's the movie we're watching? Um, do you know what movie we're watching? No, I next can't week? remember, dude. I always just wait for you to tell me what it is. I don't even like <sighs> think to look ahead of time. So next week we are watching Friday the Thirteenth, Chapter. Chapter Chapter Four. Whoa! Which means new beginning. Yes, which means I need to go and watch two and three. Actually, I'm probably just going to watch them all up until this point. I mean, they don't have anything to do to inform it, but you could. That's that's the thing about these movies. See, I don't is know if after, I've seen four. Is after two? Four. After two, none of them inform each other. <laughs> they just don't. <laughs> well, see. Well, uh, yes and no. Tommy Jarvis. Oh, there. Yeah, you know, you're right. There is that little under. That's true. There is. That's the little string that ties it along. Other than that. Yeah, they have nothing to do with each other. That's true. Um, Until you get to Manhattan, because it has nothing to do with anything except Jason. (laughs) It doesn't have anything Uh, to do with Manhattan either. um, But yes, I need to go back. I'm going to probably watch them all because I need to watch three, Chris, because I specifically went out and bought a copy of this on Blu-ray in 3D so I could watch it for this show. How many glasses you got? I have enough. Yo, I will. Oh, let's do that. Bring I Anthony. Watch that. Oh, you got more than two? Yes, I got three pairs. Oh, dude, let's do it. Let's yes. do that. Uh, yeah, we'll use your TV too because that's a yeah, nice this TV, weekend. bro. Or, or, or yeah, yeah, let's do it. Um, and I never watched it. You know why? Because we didn't do uh, uh, number three for this. No, no, they skipped it. I didn't know it was on. It wasn't on the list. They skipped it. They did, but they didn't. It right. was in the three. It was a the mention. section that was about three. Yeah, it was a mention. It, it, it was It wasn't too. a feature. Correct. Um, so yes, I need to watch that. So this is my excuse to finally watch that. Let's do I've it. Been waiting. Let's do it, dude. I'll do it. All right. Awesome. So next week we're coming back with Friday the Thirteenth, Chapter Four, A New Beginning. But before that, we're gonna watch three, and we might even comment on it at the beginning of the episode. Good. Awesome. We're gonna do that. We're doing three and four, motherfuckers. Anyway, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate it. Uh, make sure you head over to our social media. Check it out. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Out of the Shadows Podcast, or OOTS Pod. That's it for us. We're out of here. For Jim Clark, this is Chris Chavez. We'll see you next week. Until then, remember, keep your eye on the shadows.